And welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. Uh, my guest of the evening is a talented, talented, talented recording artist. Uh, this is his fifth album. Uh, he's here to talk about it with us. Uh, it's called Bella Luna. Ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome to the one and only Sylvester. Welcome to the show, brother. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you. I'm very, very good. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. Thank Well, first, thank you for being uh so patient while I had my technical difficulties here. Uh, I appreciate you so much. <laughs> it's okay. It happens. So talk to me about this this album. Uh, I was listening today. I had a, I had my own private listening party with my wife. Uh, uh, she said uh, to say hi and that you remind her of Mark Anthony. Uh, what a compliment. <laughs> um, Funny stuff. Funny story, um, since you mentioned him, one of my girlfriends mentioned to me while I was working on this album, and she was telling me that she knew of Mark Anthony when he was trying, you know, to make it in the industry, and he had started doing English music, mm. and people were always telling him, you should do Spanish music, give Spanish music a try, you never know what happens, and then he put out some Spanish stuff and blew up. Boom. And I feel like I don't want to compare, but I feel like we're on that road right now. <laughs> I mean, the talent is there. I mean, your first single, Bellaruna, which is um, undeniably great. From the, like uh, from the moment it starts to the middle, which is my favorite part, which is totally <laughs> unexpected. Because when I first let, learned of you and met you, uh, you had your uh, number three—it's uh, called three, right? Your your fourth yeah. album, which was amazing, right? Remedy was one of my favorite songs. Uh, it was different, di different dynamic. This one is more like vivid. Yeah. Can you can you talk to me a little bit about your experience making this album? So I started when I was working on my project three, the fourth album um in the process of that i had two spanish songs well one of them was spanish malas intenciones and the other one was bilingual remedy which was english and spanish and right. while i was working on that album i reached the amount of spanish songs that i wanted to put on that album and in that process i had been working on um buscando un amor So I thought about putting Buscando Un Amor on the last album, but I kept telling myself, no, like I want to work on a fully Spanish record. And so, I, you know, I released it as a single while I was working on the album three. And then I released three. And one of my girls, I call her Mama Duke. She's like a mother to me. Um, and she actually... We collaborated on a song together, Purple Skies, um, Cielo which Viola. Is a, which is a, an amazing song as well. Yeah, yeah, thank you. So um, she was the one that was like kind of pushing me, you know, to release a Spanish album. And so I, you know, I started just composing and writing. I, I tend to like write in English because it's my primary language. But when I was working on this album, I was like trying to break myself out of that. Yeah. Um, and even so, like 
you know, as you've heard, there's a few bilingual songs on there or yes, like yes. I write in Spanish and then I threw in like a few English keywords and the, all of like now the album's out. <laughs> it was a year in the making and maybe a little over a year because I started working on Buscando Un Amor during the process of releasing the album three. So a little over a year in the making. And I'm just so ecstatic that it's finished, that it's out. I, this body of work, I'm, I've never been more proud and more sure of an album. Like when I have people listen to my stuff, I'm very like shy and timid. If I'm listening to it in front of them, like my thoughts start to get all crazy. Like, oh my God, what if they don't like it? What if this doesn't really sound right? Um, but with this album, I don't feel that at all. I'm like, hey listen to this <laughs> yeah yeah you're excited i mean it like let's talk about uh the first one like uh bella luna i liked it because in the middle of the track it's like some reggaeton lembo which yeah. is so different and, <laughs> but it's a good different you I know love i love that song <laughs> i can only I, I i can only say like you know uh puerto rican say Thank Thank you. Cabrón. Thank I, that's you. when i heard that man i i I feel like a wrestling fan. I just popped up. Like it was good. It's good. Um Thank then you. I, I listened to track 13. Uh is Joe J LJR. Yes. Which yeah. is another special song that that captivated that moment when I was listening to it. What 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 inspired you to do Bella and, and track 13? So Bella Luna is more, like you said, it has that reggaeton, a little dembo feel to it. Um, lyrically, don't judge me. <laughs> I wrote that song about my dog. <laughs> <laughs> her name her name is Bella Luna. Um, wow. And it was um, a weird, twisted love story. She's no longer in my life. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. You know, it was their growing pains. I did what I had to do for the both of us. Um, and she's happy where she is now. You know, she's comfortable. Um, but I wrote that. So a few of those lyrics were actually in my first Spanish album. And I kind of wanted to tweak that because my first yeah. Spanish album was very Christian faith-based. Yes. And I wanted to turn those sentiments, you know, that you feel towards God, because God is love. Yes. And I feel like the only biggest love I've ever felt in the world was for, you know, my Luna. It was the most pure, authentic, real and genuine love. I've never felt a love like I felt for her in any relationship and any friendship and vice versa. The way that she'd given it to me, it was just like. But I never felt anything like this. Like, and so I wanted like to convert that. Yeah. And I wanted to convert that into song. And like people listen to it now and they're like, yo, like, so what girl is that song about? <laughs> like, it's about a girl. All right. Yes. yes. Um, but it's, you know, you can literally like sing it at a wedding or a sweet 16, a quinceañera. Like, it's, a, it's a catchy song. Love. It's a catchy yeah. song. Yeah. And I love, you know, the fact that like me as a man, I'm singing it towards, you know, something, someone that is feminine. 
um someone that you love that's yeah i think that's the 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 most important part it could be a man woman alien i don't know but it's something that you love and meant so much to you and i think that's what i felt when i heard the song yeah i you know when i wrote it from a place of pure authentic and genuine love and then LJR, track number 13, um, when I was writing that, um, I don't want to talk too much about that story because we're still healing mm, from it. Right. <laughs> but um, it was it was a very, I knew that I wanted to do, so I love like Afrobeat kind of music, mm-hmm. like very tropical Caribbean, but still like with the Spanish flavor in it. To yes. me, that's what afrobeat is it's like tropical caribbean but it still has like spanish latin flavor i i enjoy when you do create music like that because that's who you are yeah that's you know you're that you're you're you can be the life of the party yeah oh yeah and, and i think like i remember sending you a long time ago you should do like music that that are meant for stadiums that are meant for like give life I think you when you do music like that, well, you know, look at Bella Luna. I, you know, I keep saying it because it's, it, it's that good, in my opinion. Thank you. Thank you. I feel the whole album, like not to toot my own horn, is that good. Yes. yes like, it, I'm excited to see where this is going to bring me because I know that what's about to happen is huge. I know. Yeah, I I, I, I concur. You uh, you have also you're also like you're not just singing in. And, you know, you got some small parts in Spanish and English, but you also speak another language. Would you kid? So the listeners, you're surprised? Italian. <laughs> yes. So I, when I was in high school, um, in chorus class, the teacher used to have us sing songs in Italian from like Celine Dion and Josh mm-hmm. Groban. And it was... Um, a language, Andre Bocelli was another yes. one. It was a language that I've always admired and respected. And I wasn't taught Spanish at home. I learned in school. And like thinking back on it, like I don't regret taking Spanish class because I'm pretty good at it now. Um, and it's gotten me a lot of work too. But like I think about it and I'm like, damn, I wish I would have taken Italian. Because the language, although it's very similar to Spanish, it's very, it's such a beautiful language. It's so beautiful. And like, I listened to a variety of everything. I had listened to French pop, Italian, you know, modern classics, you know, new stuff, old stuff, um, Spanish music, of course. I listened to Russian music. I listened to a little bit of everything, but like, for years, I've always thought about putting out a song in Italian. And what better moment to do it now that I'm producing my own stuff. So um, there are three songs on the album in Italian. Um, Soluzione, which is a remake of Remedy from my last album. I'm glad you confirmed that because when I when I first heard it, first yeah. of all, you sound wonderful. Thank you. I'm not sure it's your first time recording uh, a project in Italian, but it sounded wonderful. And because I was able to uh, almost understand it, but also like know where you're coming from, like it's bass. Like, man, I like I liked it. 
I I, yeah. I I loved it in a sense. Thank you. So I went to high school with um, a girl. Her name is Juliana Joya, and she is featured on that song. Um, it's a collaborative song. So she is also Puerto Rican and Italian, and she sings it beautifully. She writes it beautifully. She's Shout out to her. Gorgeous inside and out. Like you see this girl, she's just she turns heads in the street. And so we've had a very good friendship for years. We've always, you know, supported each other in our careers. And after I graduated high school, the following year, she left New York and moved out to California. And she landed a record deal with a company that I won't mention. Um, but she was, I mean, having studio sessions with 50 cent g unit she was writing for like major artists she was um getting her songs herself like they were building a brand of her and getting her songs into marry me with lucy lou uh, mean girls 2 dancing with the stars like her stuff was getting out there and i remember you know this was when we were teenagers i remember and i told her this too like seeing where she was in life and that was what i wanted Mm -hmm. And there was like a jealousy, but it wasn't a jealousy like out of envy. It was a jealousy of like, damn, she's doing this. Like, I want to do this too. Like, I want this so bad. If she can do it, I can do it too. If she can have it, I can have it too. And so when I presented this project to her, Solucione, um, you know, I had shared how I was feeling about like, you know, the experience with her. And she told me, Johnny, she says, it's not all that it's painted out to be. She's like, I look at you and what you do now, how you compose your own music, you write your own stuff, you release what you want when you want it, you do your own music videos, you release them when you want, you wear what you want, you're doing whatever you want with your music. And she was like, I'm jealous of you. She's like, I wish that that opportunity was given to you back when we were teenagers, because you would have been more ready than I ever would have been. And I was just like, no, it happened the way that it was supposed to, mm -hmm. because it literally gave me this hunger and it gave me this drive. And I wouldn't be doing half the things that I'm doing now, you know, if if a label had scooped me up and they were literally pouring everything into my lap, it's like, if you want it, you have to go out and get it. Yeah. So um, I had given her complete liberty to write what she wanted. I wanted to translate Remedy from English into Italian. And then it was her idea to actually keep the chorus in Spanish. So the very last chorus of the song is in Italian. Um, but she, she stuck she stayed true to the majority of the song, mm -hmm. but her as a songwriter too, like she put her own twist into a few of the lines and she made the track incredibly, incredibly like beautiful. I wish that I would have thought about it for my last album because mm -hmm. it like, this was the touch that Remedy needed to be yeah. Italian and Spanish. It's beautiful. And then the other two songs are, um, my single Purple Skies that I recently released, um, I reached out to my friend from Sicily and his name is Stefano Germanata. And he's a very popular um, artist on social media. He does a lot of cover songs for popular artists and he translates them into his Spanish. I mean, 
Italian. And then he does music videos and he posts them on social media. Very popular for this. And the people love him. So I came across his... Um, not that I came across because we were already, you know, I was following him, but I reached out to him one day and I told him, hey, you know, I'm working on my Spanish album and I'm looking to have, you know, something different for it. And I would love to translate a few of my songs into Italian. And the one, you know, that we finally decided would be a good fit was um, Purple Skies, which is Cello Viola. And I mean, this guy did justice you know he kept the lyrics true to what they were in english and you know very few things he had to tweak just so that it flowed you know more poetically yeah but i mean i'm to me purple skies is like one of my favorite songs that i've ever written you know because it came from a place where i wasn't i was so selfless you know to to empathize and feel someone else's pain. The song is about um, a mother and a father that lose their child. And so the song talks about like, you know, when you look at the sky, like, you know, your child is there looking at you. And, you know, it talks about missing your child and the hurt yeah. and the pain and the tears, but knowing that they comfort you every time you look at that sunset, you know, your child is still with you. So I feel like, you know, it's such a beautiful message because I have it in English and now I can reach people from, you know, halfway across the world who have had to experience the pain of losing their child. Are you able to, to uh, and if you can't understand, are you able to share how, how would, how was that song developed? So um, my friend, Cammie Wolf-Rice, who I mentioned earlier, I call her Mama Dukes. Um, she wrote a book, she was writing, she was in the process of writing a book called The Flight. And she calls me one night and she's like, hey, so I have this idea, you know, I'm writing a, a book about my son, Christopher, and, you know, I'm bringing, it's about like opioid awareness and how um, to, she's got like a nonprofit organization where she's got people that work in different hospitals um, who are like counselors for people who are being prescribed opioids and they're like literally counseling them how to use it and how to kind of lean off of them yeah. because they're so addicting, you know, and this is how people are losing their children, their family members, their parents, their, you know, anyone, their partners. And so she tells me she's writing this book and that she wants um, to release a song with the book. So when you scan the QR our code on the book it'll bring you to you know a musical playlist where you can listen to songs that you know her son loved um, but she wanted something like authentic and original for the release of the book and so we were talking one night until about like two in the morning and I was asking her I had a little pen and paper next to me and I was like I want you to tell me everything about Christopher tell me you know the things that hurt you, the things that make you smile, the things you still hold on to. And I would have cried. She told me, um, she said, one of the things that she told me, and I kept it in the song, and it's the part that says, I still wrap your shirt around me just to feel like you are holding me. Wow. And I was just like, you know, for a mother to hold on to something like that, 
you know, from her son, just to feel that he's still there. Um, like I, I wanted that to be in the song. And there were like a few other things that she said, but while we were talking, you know, his favorite color was purple. Wow. And while we were talking, I just had like, like an epiphany and I was just like, purple skies, like that's going to be the name of the song, purple skies. Like I knew in my soul that that's what the name of the song was going to be. And, you know, over the next few weeks I was writing and, um, you know, I did it. And it's, to me, it's my, I can't even tell you how many songs I've written probably a little more than a hundred. And that is my absolute favorite. And the fact that it's now in Italian, like I love it even more. It's such a beautiful song. So on the album, we have um, the original version, which is like an acoustic, very yeah. soft pop. And then there's also a dance remix of the song because everybody loves, you know, a happy, sad song, something that'll really like, you know, make you move and make yeah. you feel Wow, that's uh, yeah. First of all, thank you for sharing. I know that uh, you know, having that courage to to you know, it's not just having courage to write it, but also courage to deliver something that ex you know excels expectations. And I know, yeah. you know, I know you reached out the first time you did it. I it was amazing, you know. And I and that was the thing too. It's like I love Cami. You know, to me, she's like the mother I never had. And I wanted to deliver something of quality, but something so meaningful and so emotional. And we released a music video for that song too, in English. And the storyline of that too was just so beautiful. There's a picture of her son that I'm painting in, in like a lake in the video. I'm like an artist and it's, it's just such a sentimental song and such an emotional music video as well. So was Thank it th the other songs, was it difficult for you to translating as well in Italian? There were only um, two. So, you know, I gave Stefano the liberty to, you know, translate, but I told him I, I want it to be like very close because he told me that he would have to change very few things um, just to make it more poetic so that it flowed and made sense in Italian um, and Juliana as well. But like, again, these, you know, these people are both songwriters, they write songs, so they know what flows and what fits and yeah. like looking at the translations and going over them. Like, could you, could I, you feel it? Could you feel yeah. it? Because it's like, you're, you're, you're singing in a different language that you're, it's not your native one. So like words, like love, if you don't know what love is, you're not gonna say it with passion. Like you will sing it yeah, in, yeah. in your in your original uh, language. Was was that a, ch a challenging thing I, for you? I haven't sang Purple Skies yet live, um, Cello Viola, but I have sang Soluzione at a few events, and like the feedback is very nice from everyone. But I feel like that's also because I sing it with a confidence, like like I do feel, you know, what the words are because they they relate to what I was feeling and what I was going through at the time, you know, that I wrote it, whether I'm singing it in English, Italian, Spanish, French, Dutch, whatever. Like if it's a song that I wrote 
I'm going, you know, I'm going to feel it. I always write from the heart. There isn't anything that I've ever written that I was just like, eh, I'm just going to write this to get this out there and toss it. Like all of my songs have, you know, they're all sentimental to me. So I do, you know, whether I'm singing in English, Spanish, Italian, like I feel it all because music is a part of who I am. What can what can listeners expect for from this album versus the last album? I want to say um, that this album came more from a place of love, like mm. the last album. And so I have um, a very dear friend of mine. Her name is Stefania Johnson, and her husband Darren Johnson. Um, we went to dinner shortly after the album three was released and we were talking about, you know, that project and her husband looks at me and he goes, you know, this album is nice and all, but he's like, this was your therapy. This was practice work. Yes. He's like, your next album is going to be where it's at. He's like, because you're going to show up with such a presence that people are going to know who you are. And I knew that working on my last album was very therapeutic for me. I was still learning how to compose, you know, and make musical arrangements. And it's very hard, you know, even still, like every day I'm work, learning. Yeah. But um, like this new project, like, yeah, it was a little therapeutic for me, but it came more from a place of love. Like the last album had how many sad songs and songs about being broken and wanting to die <laughs> and this remedy. album is just like yeah this album is very like it's just so healing you know and i felt like working on this healed me like working on my last album i it was therapy for me but i can't say that it healed me and bella luna literally it was just like such a healing process to work on this album And it came from such a place of like love. Like I look at the songs, I'm like, I've never written so many love songs in my life. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, you know, we're all humans. We all want to love and be loved. And I'm known for being a freaking hopeless romantic. <laughs> um, and I feel like this song, like, I mean, this album definitely showcases that because like, I'm trying to think there's one like, kind of breakup song and it's called Le Lección Aprendida mm. and that was a lesson learned yeah and lesson learned was actually a song from my sophomore album that I did in English and even like writing it in Spanish like having to rewrite and change some of the lyrics around just so that it made more sense and it was more advanced because the lyrics even though they're translated they're more Like I wasn't writing from my 20 year old self. Yeah. I'm writing as a 34 year old man who's grown and had more experience and learned. Again, I, I think the song it, it will be a healing song because if you learn the lesson, that means yeah. there's hope and progress, or it's progress. So yeah, you know, don't doubt yourself. No, no, and I don't. You know, I've gotten better at accepting the talent you know, and the skill I was talking to my best friend the other day. And I was just like, you know, people tell me all the time, like how talented I am. They're like, Oh my God, like you do hair, you sing songs, you write music, you compose music, you do photography, you're a colorist, you're you an do artist. this and that. 
and like I don't like I I don't look at myself and be like wow Johnny you're really talented like I I don't even look at it like I to me I just love everything that has to do with art like I love I genuinely love everything that I do and so like if I could do it forever hell I will yeah I genuinely enjoy every artsy yeah, thing yeah. that I do I mean you're definitely you're you're definitely a performer you know you you can see it in, in your videos you can see it when you take a picture you know your 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 money well spent because whether somebody's buying a, a, a let's say a photo from you or watching your videos or listening to your music it's you can see that everything is the work is there you're putting in the work and you continue to put the work rather than other artists you know you invest in other artists they don't give you that they don't yeah. give you you know it's like you know if you become an actor, you'll be great at it. Just because you look at it, your videos, you're selling it. You're selling the image. You're, you're, you know, you're playing the role and you're playing it with passion. You got you, you're doing it as if it's your purpose, which it is, yeah. right? And I think I find that so astonishing, you know, because I sit and you know I, you know, I'm always looking in the media. I'm always seeking new things. Who's out there? What what potential? And that's what people lack. The passion, the purpose, the the that feeling that you the enjoyment, you enjoy the work, you're living the work, you know, and and it's it takes more than writing a song. It takes more than you showing up for a video shoot or editing a picture. You need something behind that that is unspoken of, right? And I think that's what you have every time I see either you're posting a video or or you're creating art in a way. You can see that it's well documented. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I was um, with the release of the album. I released a music video and it's track number 12 on the album. It's called Primer Amor. Mm -hmm. And it's like the first like love song, wedding song that I've ever put out. And I've always wanted one of those too. Um, it's like that's I would have to say that that's another favorite of mine from this new album Primer Amor. Wow. How many yeah. how 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 big is the track list? There are 13 songs. Okay. Yeah. So LJR is the last one. I wanted to end the album on like a bilingual note mm -hmm. because from here on out when I work on music, I'm not going to release just an English album anymore or just a Spanish album anymore. Um, from here on out, it's going to be a little bit of both. And if I decide to throw two or three Italian songs in there, hey, I'm going to do it. But I want my music from now on to be very, very, very diverse. I don't want to put limits on myself and on my work. I meant to that. I hear that. I feel like, you know, just listening to a song, you 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 set me, but also hearing your story and, and creating Bella Luna. Like, like can you can you... Ex describe or explain or you know put into words the best that you can you know some lessons you have able to you've been able to learn throughout this uh journey of creating bella luna patience is virtue <laughs> and you know people tell me that all the time it's like 
I don't want to fucking hear it. Like, yeah, I've been working in this industry for 18 years already. 18 years I started recording music. When I was 14 years old, Jesus Christ, it's more than 18. Good Lord. He sits back and like, he just had epiphany. I started recording demos when I was 14 years old. And I used to show up at this guy's basement that had, you know, his little studio. I wonder how he's doing. Um, <laughs> and like I started <laughs> squirrel. Um, I started recording demos in church and whatnot. And it's just like, you know, working on this specific project, like I kept telling myself, I want this album out in June. I want this album out in June. It's got to be ready for the summer. I want it out in June. And then June came, well, May came. And I went through a breakup. I had to move, you know, the song Bella Luna that was written about something that was so important to me, like was no longer in my life. And it's like, you can plan for the things that you want for yourself in your life, but we need to accept that life is going to do whatever it wants to us. You know, and you just have to ride the waves and, you know, roll in any which direction that it's taking you and just go with it, you know, roll with the punches. Um, So if there's anything that I learned, it's like, you know, you, you can plan for the things that you want all you want, but at the end of the day, it's not up to us. You know, God and this universe is gonna do you know what they want to with us and we just have to be i don't want to say obedient because it sounds stupid patience, patience. <laughs> but yeah but we have to be patient you know and co- remain vigilant and continue to work and be prayed up and remain hopeful that things are going to turn out the way that they're supposed to yeah most of all you know being humble because you know me and you different industries but same patience going through the same thing we're we're at that point in our careers that it can go either way you know and one of the things I've, I've been able to learn is is you know you're gonna come to a point that like no one you know you're not gonna be validated when you want it to be validated it's gonna happen you know when people decide or when you're no longer here but it's not up to you. Yeah. And in that moment when it comes, you can't be like, you know, how do I say this, right? Um, you can't be like, I did this. You know, like have that pride. You know, the best you can do is say thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because people are going to do that for you. And you don't yeah. need to become that. And that's what's going to set set you as an artist, as a person, as an individual aside from everybody else that despite you know backs were turned you know doors were closed non-believer mm-hmm. non-supporters um you stood there you know you you know you shrugged your shoulders you dust them off you took a deep breath and and you kept going because in life moment, you yeah. have to yeah in life you have to you have to keep going and you can't stop yeah you know i think you're you're one of the greatest talents that I've been able to been blessed to talk to because you know you know I'm a student of the game 
you know, that's why I became a journalist. I, I like to explore, learn new things, you know, try to understand what each, you know, person is coming from. And, you know, everything is, is the same. You know, I think, you know, everybody's depending on uh, media or digital age. And you got to, you know, you got to get your, your feet on the ground again. And, and, you know, it's like knocking on doors like back in the day. And that's where you're really going to find yourself because you're a great person to talk to. You, you're a great person to have a relationship with, have fun. You're a great person to give uh, advice to. And I think that's that's what, you know, more individuals like do you need to do, you know, hit the hit the ground and start from there and watch you, you know, overnight. You're going to be literally an overnight sensation because it's real. Yeah. You know, you mentioned your, your you know, your friend who who was in who was already and uh, was signed, you know, her story. She's, she's probably telling you that because. It's not her. When you're signed, there's people putting money into you. And because they're they're putting money into you, they have control. So your essence, uh, what you, you know, once believed is no longer there. If 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 you know, let's say pop it's it's going high right now, that's what's selling, right? They don't, they're gonna want you to 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 go to pop. It's not that's not who you are. And I think, you know. I, I agree with her when she told you that, like, you know, you're doing your own, you're free. Like, who, yeah. who's going to tell you not to make a love song? You know, who, who's, who, who's manipulating you to write something you don't want to? Exactly. Nobody. And I think that's what makes it beautiful. And, you know, especially this album, Bella Luna, that, you know, it represents healing, but also life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Another one, speaking of life, um, another one of my favorite songs on the album is track number, I think it's track nine. It's called Dáselo al Viento. And the, the lyrics, the yeah, just give bro, it to the wind. You got these names? You got these and names, bro? Like, let wow. me tell you, this album is so, like, I've never had such a poetic body yeah. of work. Yeah. Like, every single song, like, so I was uploading the lyrics today to Music Match. I was mm. literally working on that from like nine o'clock this morning till about six o'clock at night. <laughs> and I'm like literally going because you have to sync, you upload the lyrics and then you have to go into every individual song and like match the words that are coming out from the song to the lyrics so that when people are listening to it on Spotify or um, TikTok or um, Instagram, it, it says the same it's thing. like a karaoke. Matches, yeah. Yeah. So it matches as, you know, the song is being read. Um, but I was looking at the lyrics today and I was just like, Donnie, you're a fucking songwriter. Like, yes. th they're so, they're like so poetic and beautiful and i say this as humbly as i can like like i look at i was looking at an artist you know that released an album recently and they're on tour and i wanted to see who wrote the song because i like the song on her album there were 20 songwriters 20 wow. yeah and i was just like do you need 20 people to write one song i mean it's a good song i'm not gonna knock it but it's just like like I write everything myself. 
And mm-hmm. like, I don't want me as an artist. I don't want you to tell me how I feel. I don't want your influence, you to influence. People can inspire me to write based on what they go through. But like your words are not going to be my words. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. But going back to Dáselo al Viento, you know, the song is about like giving all of your hurt and all of your problems and all of your worries to the wind. And it talks about like the people who shit on you, um, you know, um, the lyrics of the song, you know, to let go of the people who don't have any value in your life. You know, let them go. They mean nothing. You know, take them and all of the shit that they've dealt you and just give it to the wind. Let it go. Let the wind take it away and listen to the universe. You have to be strong and you have to move on. That, I don't know if you got to hear it yet. An amazing song. Amazing. And it's Bachata also. Um, This song, I actually collaborated, funny, with um, a musician. His name is... Alex Rivas, and he's in Miami, and he does um, loops. So he sells like guitar loops, mm-hmm. piano loops, um, gongas, and stuff. And I came across his stuff one day online, and I was like, "Ooh, he got bachata loops. I like this. Let me see what I could do with this." And so I like I was messing with it. I purchased it and I was messing with it and then I added some piano and synthesizers, a nice bass line. And when I let my best friend hear the song after I had written it, recorded it, mastered it, and she's like, "Johnny, it's missing something." I said, what do you mean it's missing something? I worked so hard on this. <laughs> and she's like, Donnie, it's, it's like missing something. There's an instrument that's in like every bachata song and it's not in yours. I was like, really? I said, what is it? So we, we go on Spotify and we put bachata mixes and we listen to like four different songs. And the instrument that is being played in these songs is called the guira. The you know guido. what that is, right? The guido. The guido. Yeah. So... I went on Amazon. I went on Amazon. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, Guido. Yeah. And I went on YouTube and I wanted to learn how to play the Guida. Because <laughs> if this, you know, this instrument is what the song needed, then I needed to be really good at it. So I go on YouTube and I'm typing in, you know, Guida lessons. And one of the first videos that came up was this guy from Brazil. And his name is Murel Ponte. Pontes. I hope I'm not butchering that. I'm going to tell you for sure what his name is. Because this man deserves all the credit in the world. Okay. Murillo Pontes or Murillo Pontes, M-U-R-I-L-O. So I sent him a message the day that I ordered the Guido. And I said, hey, you know, I'm an artist from America. He's all the way in Brazil. And I'm looking to have, I'm working on my album. I have this song that's bachata and it's missing this instrument. I wanted to know if you would want to collaborate on this and, you know, let me know what your rate is. 
So I, he says, you know, send me the song, I'll listen to it. And, you know, if I like it, we'll work on it together. I sent it to him. And his first thing was like, your voice. <laughs> He's that's like, a, you actually sing. And that, I was that's, like, that's yeah. the first thing. That's the first thing my, my wife said when uh, I, I send her Bella Luna. Uh, that's the first thing she said. I'm going to tag on to that after i finish this story because again my squirrel brain um but so i you know he said that he wanted to collaborate on the song with me it's like it's beautiful i love the lyrics your voice is amazing he says i can get this song the guira to you i'll send you the wave file in like three hours from now i'll say i'll have it to you today and i was like perfect let's do this and he sent it to me and it literally completed the song like to me it sounds more like a bachata song God, and it's yeah. like it you listen to it and it makes you want to move um but going back to what your wife said about bella luna so lately when i have shows i've been singing for a lot of people who don't know my name they don't know who i am they don't know what i sound like and every time i bring my music to the djs i'm like hey so the first song i'm gonna sing is bella luna um I don't, you know, I don't want them to introduce me or anything. Um, you know, just play the track and then I'll talk afterwards. Like, I don't even want them to hear what my voice sounds like yeah. until I start singing. And with Bella Luna, it's like, you know, everybody turns around as soon as the track starts to play because it sounds like such a beautiful lullaby. And then I start singing and people are just like mind blown at what's coming out. I don't know if my face matches my voice. Apparently, I look short in pictures, too. Because <laughs> every time somebody sees me in person, they're like, yo, you're tall. Like, that's the first thing that comes out of people's mouths. But, like, I love, like, the effect that this song has on, like, people who don't know me and don't know my music that have never heard of me before. Like, it's it's just the most incredible song that i've ever put out i love bella luna so much and i titled you know the album bella luna for that reason like it it's just such a pretty song like you i could hear it in a novella on the radio i could hear it like at the mall passing it sounds like an elevator song it sounds like it's just there's so many things that you can do with the song. Like it just sounds so pleasant to listen to. And then when that rhythm drops, you're like, Oh, like it's just, <laughs> I, I'm not, it, I, it literally smacks you in the face. Cause I, you don't I'm, expect it. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to start uh, rapping at one point <laughs> <laughs> because it's so catchy. Like it, it, like it's different in a way that you wouldn't expect it. But then like, it's a good, ex it's like, it's good because yeah. it, it matches. You you get what I'm saying? Like, um, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. It was it, it was you. amazing, man. Thank you, thank you. So, album already out. The album was dropped at midnight, um, September eighth. So it is out. Um, the music video dropped the same time. Wait, Primer today? Amor. today? Yeah, today. Wow. The album came out today. You are the first interview, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving up. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for honoring me. I, I do appreciate yeah. it, man. Uh, that's dope. 
I'm honored. Yeah. Thank you. I was going to leave to New York tonight because I've got some upcoming work out there. And I was like, no, I want to do this interview. Like the album came out today. Like, I don't want to work. I, and I did work, you know, on musical stuff. Yeah. Um, but like, I just wanted to relax and absorb it and take it in and listen to the album, like, you know, yeah. front to back. And I've never been more happy with any project that I've ever put out like and i've been excited about other projects you know when i felt like they were good but like this it tops them all this album is absolutely yeah it's so satisfying and so the quality i sang last week at an event and i did two songs from this new album and one song from my last album and after i finished the dj tells me he's like yo so um, I don't mean to knock your older stuff. He's like, but the quality, like you could hear the difference and sound like your new stuff is so superb. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> like, I really appreciated that. The fact that I produced them both, but at the same time, I produced the last one and I was learning, mm-hmm. you know, now I, I don't want to sound like a know-it-all, but like, I do know more of what I'm doing now. Like, you know, all these buttons and gadgets are like making more sense to me. They're useful for something, not just yeah, <laughs> not, not just to be there. Yeah, yeah. That, that's amazing. It sounds like you had so much fun making this album. You know, as, you know the the experience alone. You know, the 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 ups and downs, and, and to was, finally be out, man. And it was a lot of both. You know, it was a lot of up. And it was a lot of down. And when I was high, it was really high. But it, when it was low, like it was like gut wrenching, gut wrenching. And like now I feel like I'm at a place where there's balance. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm separating myself from relationships, from drama, from nonsense. And I just like I have a saddle on and like I. I know where I want to go and I know where I'm going to be. But right now I'm just enjoying the moment, you know, and I'm living in the moment and just taking all of this in because it's, it's all part of life. Like the good is going to come and it's going to be really good. And the bad is going to come. And sometimes it's going to be really bad, but it's like, that's the beauty of being alive. Like you, you take in all of the emotions and what better way to process all of these emotions than with music. Yes. Maturity. Yeah. Maturity is kicking in. Yeah. (laughs) And I only speak because, you know, I just recently turned 34 and, you know, I don't, I don't know what it was that something just clicked, you know, it just clicked for me. And, you know, ironically, I've always been the way that I am. Yeah. It, it was just like, I have to, I have to get to that place so that, you know, everything can be balanced out. And I, and I think, you know, maturity, finally understanding, getting to the place and like, you know, things are going to happen regardless. You know, it, you know, it's not your responsibility to pick and choose. It, it, it's your, you know, responsibility to live it, live a good life. You know, one thing I, I've I've continued to preach is that, you know, especially what's happening in the world, you know, we need definitely music like your like yourself that's feed the soul. I don't think music out there right now is feeding the soul because it doesn't it's not feeling mine. 
You know, like I still have your your track list of 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 three in my phone. You know, because I'm I'm very selective and picky when it comes to music, because I need something to that's gonna help me digest the emotion I'm feeling. I don't get that with music nowadays. I'm it's very disappointing, right? And you need that to to you know I just live a good life in general. Just live a good life, you know. Yeah. This world has become has become in a way that everything is smoke and mirrors. Not everything is real, you know. Not everything you see is shiny or is gold. And you have to do the best that you can to live a good life, so that the day you know you 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 know you punch out, you know you have no regrets. And with the understanding, standing that. You know, failure is not a bad thing. It's something you need to go through to understand. And only through, you know, walking that path of failure, you're gonna able you're gonna able to see and accept that it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Bella Luna yeah. out now. Bella Luna. Oh. It just sounds so good on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Bella Luna. <laughs> Um, you were talking about like music that you know that that's satisfying to the soul like before I'm anything before I'm a music producer before I'm a singer before I am a composer an engineer before I am a photographer <laughs> before I do any of this stuff yeah I am a songwriter mm. you know that is my thing and like when I listen to music or when people send me stuff to listen to the first thing that I look for are the lyrics. I want to make sure that what I'm listening to is going to be satisfying to my soul. And in the same light, I want to make sure that when I release music, I want to release stuff, you know, that everyday people can relate to because life is fucking hard. Yes. You know, people go through things all the time that we don't talk to other people about. And it's just like, I want people to listen to my music and be like, I want them to feel, you know, I want them to feel, but I want them to heal, of mm -hmm. course, but I want them to feel and I want them to know, like, you're not the only person that went through that. Like, people go through things in life and it's okay to break down. It's okay to have your moments, but you also need to know at the same time, like, you have to pick yourself up, pick up those pieces and yeah. you got to build yourself and keep it moving because life if there's one thing about this life that we're living, you know, as much as we want the world to break down and cry with us, this world doesn't stop moving for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was watching this interview and and it was it, it was a kid who plays on Twitch and he said, you know, he was like, isn't it crazy that when, you know, in a game, somebody else dies, the game keeps going. But when you die, it's over. Hmm. And, you know, that's how life is. You know, you somebody you care about, you had a relationship, a friend, you know, something happens, they pass away. Your life continues. It's, it's you know, it's when your life, when you, when you stop, that's when you have to worry. You know, like I, I, I was driving my, my, I had the honor of driving my, one of my little sisters to, uh, her dorm in college, right? And um, 
you know, she was explaining why she moved from here to here, you know, long story short, she wanted to feel, feel and be in a place where it was comfort people wise like her. And I, you know, I think you know me uh, that's far, right? Like I, I quickly asked, you know, do you care what people think of you? Because I'm unable to understand that. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. You know. And she was able to explain, and she asked me why, and it was like, you know, I, like I'm telling you, I don't understand that. I, I care about how I, I look to myself. You know, I, I care that if I walk a certain way, and it's not a best representation of myself, that makes me angry. That makes me depressed. You know, I care that, you know, let's say if I had a long day and I stink, I need to take a shower. That's how I care about myself. And that's how I'm able to execute, you know, business wise or, or you know, financial wise or family wise. I think self-love, it's something that's becoming a myth. I think a lot of people say it. I think, you know, a lot of people promote it, but I also think there's a lot of people that don't live it. And what I'm trying to say is that when I heard this album, the songs I, I had the honor to listen to, I felt some type of self-love, you know, and I compared uh, your, your I, com- I did a comparison from your third album to this album. And I just feel like your this album, it's so good is because you found love within yourself, you know, whether, and you, you found love in yourself, but you understood how to love yourself, but love other people. You know, like you said, you you had to let, let your your dog go, and that shit hurt. Like there's there's people that have no one, and their animals or their companion, and when they're gone, they're gone. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not fake love, and not to say humans are better than animals are better. It's it's not that. It's when love is real, right? When love is real and you understand how to love yourself and you have to leave somebody, something that you love go, you know, that means you really love them. Because if you really love them, you let them go to be happy. Because if if you're not happy, right, like it's, you know, misery loves company. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I'm trying to say is it's, you know, I felt it listening to your words. I, 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 you, you have reached a level of maturity, reached a level of, of understanding, reached a level of, you know, executing what you prepared yourself for, for, which is you put in the work, you put in that work, you know, well, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Everybody go, go check out, go buy, go support, you know, Bayaluna right now. I, I can't say, I, I can't sell you on something that's great. You just got to listen to at this point. Thank you. Where can you... Where can we find uh, Bella Luna? It's on every single digital streaming platform. Whether you want to purchase it or streaming, it is even like free. I literally, (laughs) when I was submitting it, they give you the option. If you only want it, you know, in places where you could collect royalties or if you want to do like free services too, I put this album absolutely everywhere so wherever it is that you choose to listen to your music even if it's illegal it's there it's everywhere 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 absolutely everywhere there you go um 
One last question before we go. Um, if you had to give one message, one piece of advice, you know, one life lesson to someone that, you know, obviously is going through something and by listening to your album, it helps them overcome or, you know, or turn that page and move on to the next chapter, which I think this this album, you know, does the trick. What advice would you give them? Give it to the wind. Give it to the wind. You know, and I want to dedicate that. If there's anybody watching this podcast right now, I know that there are people are. Um, I want to dedicate my song Daselo al Viento to you because like, again, life is so full of trying times and as much as we want to have it right, we're not always going to have it right. Life mm -hmm. is going to give us the cards that we're dealt regardless of what we want. And, you know, sometimes it's just really hard, but you got to pick yourself up and the things that you can't control, just listen to the universe and give it to the wind, you know, let go of everything that worries you and everything that burdens you and, you know, find the strength within yourself, pick yourself up and just keep pressing forward because life stops for no one. Boom. There you have it, guys. Uh, before we go, Sylvester, tell the people that can find you. Why you gonna do me like that? <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep up with all this social media. I was talking to someone that I was hiring to run my TikTok because I cannot, like, <laughs> we got, you want to follow me on TikTok, Facebook, Threads, Twitter, Instagram, what's the, Snapchat, hardly use that, but I got it. Um, like, there's just so what's next Dio what's next I don't know man there's always some, <laughs> some, something out there something new you, you know you're never gonna keep up uh, my main accounts are Instagram and Facebook um, at Silvestri S-I-L-V-E-S-T-R-Y boom uh, make sure you go support him go get his new album go buy it go go show him how much uh of a great job he did because he did and uh go follow me uh easy only one place if anything too go to uh my channel deal talk tv on youtube like and subscribe go on follow me uh mr dream spartan on instagram i'm on threads and uh have a good night guys